It's time for Amy's Anime Corner. Now, in Amy's Anime Corner, this time I, Amy, hijack this segment and ask a question about anime. And my friends come up with an anime to fit that question. Sometimes they're funny, sometimes they're scary, sometimes they're just plain kawaii. But what they always are is very enlightening. Now, this week's question is, how do you know when a character is too powerful? Let's see what they come up with in this episode of Amy's Anime Corner. And this is Amy's Anime Corner. I'm Amy. I'm the Pink Ranger. We don't use that as the intro. <laughs> That's okay. I'm Amy. I'm the Pink Ranger. I'm John. I'm the Silver Ranger. We don't really introduce ourselves. We never just do it. Okay, okay. We're here. We're here. We're here. This place is chaos. It's been taken over. What's going on? This is my corner. This is a Excuse problem. Excuse me. Excuse me, sir. Who are you? Dear, our dear listeners will not know if you do not introduce yourself. I'm, I'm Tyler. I'm the Black Ranger. This is wrong. There, so, so yes. No. There you go. No, you, you introduce it. Why are you, why are you doing this to me? And today. And today oh we are going to be talking about oh God. overpowered protagonists. Um, I was recently watching Overlord, and I know I'm behind, but I saw Albedo's beautiful dress with those hip cutouts, and I was like, nice, I gotta watch this anime, <laughs> uh, which is how I pick most of my animes, is because of the beautiful girls that they include, and the cosplays I want to make, uh, and the, the premise for this show, it, it's an isekai, but it's a little different, generally in an isekai, you have an average Joe, maybe he's athletic or whatever, or like Subaru's good at running, uh, Kirito's good at gaming, put into an alternate world. Well, in this one, uh, it is a main character, uh, Momo, Momo-san or something, uh, is playing a game that is, he's played for a long time. Him and his friends were in a very famous guild and they got a lot of rapport, but one by one, his friends stopped playing the game and the servers were going to shut down for this game. Uh, so he's on while the servers are shutting down. He's playing to the last possible second. And then he gets transported to another world where he is the overlord mm. of the castle. All the NPCs are real and super powerful, just as his friends designed, which is a little bit of sentimental value for him. But instead of being a human, he is his avatar. So he is this giant skeletal warlord in this castle with these big pauldrons and evil red beady eyes, but his inner monologue is so, uh, is so civilian. So what happened with the shows, the first season was great. There, he's in another world. The rules are a little different than the game, so he's investigating, figuring things out. One of his comrades turns on him. He has to battle them. It's a difficult battle, but he is very overpowered. Uh, there is this mysterious forest beast which he can subdue with one spell. Uh, basically, anyone he encounters, he can smite at will. <laughs> this poses a problem for the writers after the first season. The second season does a zoom out of the whole world. I'm saying zoomed out, out, out. Uh, they have an arc where there's a bunch of lizard people, including an albino lizard sex scene. They have a, <laughs> yeah, they have a princess who is not who she seems. They have a warrior who has a rivalry with another warrior who is traumatized by uh, not feeling strong enough in a situation. They have politics and cre uh, greedy politicians and royalty who are involved in an Ill illegal ring. They have another hero group. There's so much going on. And some episodes, you only see our main cast for one moment. And Albedo is only in there for, like, less than 10 or 15 minutes for, like, little jokes here and there because she is missing, uh, yes, uh, I can't, I'm bad at anime names, but she's missing the guy. Um, so what, how do you appropriately handle when your protagonist gets too strong, too powerful? How do you keep it interesting as far as them being challenged in the world? Is what I want to talk about today. Hmm. That's a good Does one. anyone have another good example of when it was handled poorly? <coughs> Sword art. <coughs> <laughs> wow. Or another one. Shots know. fired. 
My well, oh. I'm just going to say this is highly unorthodox, and I think you people are all strange for just going along with Amy and doing this stuff. <laughs> but an anime question was asked, and I will have an anime to fit that question, as is the rules of this show always. No one is above them, not even myself. And I must bring to light a little anime that has already an overpowered protagonist from the very beginning. One Punch Man. Yeah. One Punch! But isn't that the Sorry. whole point of the show is that he's overpowered? Yeah. That's yeah. the humor in it. That is. And that's how they dealt with it. Uh, that's not poorly. They dealt with it very well. Where They made a super powerful character and did that. You know what show also did a really did a good job at us overpowered uh main character and made it interesting before we move on john okay i want to know how they manage i've only seen a few episodes oh. of bunch Plant man how did they manage to create stakes tension and drama having a character who can defeat anybody with just one hit because the whole point of it is him not getting recognition for it he's so mm. strong that he it's unfathomable that someone can get rid of these monsters like that so when he does do it, it is not recorded. No one's around there to see it. These monsters just die, and they just assume it is a stronger superhero has done it, where he has normally was like crazy random happenstance walking home with his groceries, and a monster goes, I'm about to take over, and he just goes, Poof, and it destroys it. And then he just keeps on, it goes on his way, because it's so he's so powerful, it's just a nonchalant issue to him. And people just monsters come and go, and he lives in the most uh, city Z, city Z uh, that is abandoned because it's so often overrun by monsters. Uh, so most of them people don't even see because he just gets rid of them so quickly. Um, or how spoiler uh, the last battle of the first season, he has like a super awesome fight with the main bad guy, but no one sees it. Uh, because he had already gotten to the top of the spaceship and they were just at the bottom fighting the spaceship and some other guys and it crash landed like oh yay we did it we defeated him where in, in turn he had fought the bane bad guy who none of them have ever none of them even saw him they never went to the end of the dungeon as you will uh to fight the main bad guy who was just like oh dracula's dead well we just fought this minion and that was probably the bad guy and they went down done done hmm. so. so the real enemy is misinformation and lack of recognition yes so that's the thing is they, they changed the uh, aspect of it from him being so powerful uh to that being just a nonchalant he's so he's he's that and no never notices or sees it because it's unfathomable that, that's a good way to write around it that yes. and all the other superheroes suck <laughs> they're all terrible people uh, kind of yes no Oh, yeah. That's another thing is, like, just because somebody is strong and powerful doesn't mean they can navigate these weird situations with colleagues or social situations and corruptness in superhero societies. Yeah, there's some of that, yeah. Just like the Incredibles. Well, well there we go. That was that was how it was properly. Did, did you ask how badly it was handled? Was that the question? Oh, I just said, how was it handled? Oh, like... Yeah. What do you do when your character is OP, as they say? John, what do you got? Well, I got one that I think is a pretty good example of a overpowered main character, and they handle it well. It's an old-school anime called Fist of the North Star. Oh, oh, yeah! Because yeah. literally, literally, in the first episode, he gets a skyscraper dropped on him, and he just keeps walking it and splits apart as he's walking. <laughs> yeah. that's, how, that's how powerful Kinshiro is. Yeah. He, but good old-fashioned meme you're already dead yeah you're already dead Be, mm -hmm. but that's the thing what happens is kenshiro is overpowered you know he's gonna win these fights there's really only a couple other people that actually gave him a like a struggle mm -hmm. but that's because they were almost the same level as him but the reason he's goes in and fights these crazy gangs and stuff is usually for good intentions he's killing these guys too save a village or save this one person like he literally goes through an entire village kills an entire village just so he can get a bag of rice for this old man because the old man wanted to deliver it <laughs> to this village on his dying wish so he goes and does that 
I like those kind of like you were saying, like, it's kind of like the good guy walking away from an explosion. You're trying to find more creative ways to do that. Like, Skyscraper falls and it just gets torn asunder. Like, I don't know. It it must be fun for animators and writers to come up with these, like, shows of immense power in creative ways. Yeah, when North Star first came out, it was considered too gory. So they, like, had to uh, do that thing where they brighten up the screen so you couldn't see what was happening. But the premise of it is he... uh, strikes pressure points on the body which causes the body to do certain stuff but the more commonly seen one is where the guys literally explodes from the inside out from being hit with these pressure points but um it's just serious it's it's a product of its time like whenever he gets into his epic fight he rips his shirt off Mm. and then they start duking it out and he and just like tyler said his catchphrase is you're already dead that's cool i don't know i like that like cowboy western bravado of like nothing can touch me i don't know that's fun it's very it's very cool because the first season there's quite a few seasons quite a few movies but um the whole first season is him trying to rescue his uh lover and then it evolves to him figuring out what to do after that and then it goes to him essentially protecting his little makeshift family he put together during his travels Mm. but it's very cool he's like doing all these over-the-top battles where it's like ha there's no way you can stop me i rigged this entire thing to explode because oh even if you kill me you'll die too and he blows it up and kentro's just walking for the building on fire and (laughs) he walks right out of the fire and only his shirt is burnt off and he's like not scathed at all and he just cracks his knuckles (laughs) yeah it's like it's like the the chuck norris effect basically you just have chuck norris who's so strong you just want to see him deal with things and just kick ass. You're just like, yeah, that's what I can do. Yeah, I want to see you really kill the big fat guy that just ate an entire village worth of food. Yeah. So it doesn't, like, take away that uh, aspect of suspense for you, John, when you watch it. Like, you watch an episode, and you know he's going to win every battle. True, but you don't know how long it's going to take or what consequences there would be for the most part. Hmm. It's not the destination, it's the journey. Exactly. Because <laughs> he's going to go from point A to point B, but what matters in between is what the story is about. You know what else is uh, classic and really gory that I haven't actually watched, but Berserk? Mm. Oh, yeah. That show. Red. That is not for the faint of heart. <laughs> but he's a big badass. Oh, he is. That is a huge sword. That is redonkulous. That is a halfway through con. I need you to hold him under my sword for a minute because my arms are tired. <laughs> Cosplay. <laughs> I love it. You know, yeah, like that's the whole, that one's a whole lot of more, he gets stronger over time, but that one's very, I want to say a lot more political. Mm-hmm. Like mm. There's a lot more political stuff happening in that one. And that's would, the other way. It seems like. Resilience is his power, though. He, he fucking loses an eye. Lost an arm. He gets raped by demons. He doesn't get raped. His girl gets raped. His lover does. Thought he did too. Maybe it's in the manga. I don't know. Well, Maybe I'm wrong. I've heard people talk about it more than I've actually watched it, so I might be misremembering. Yeah, well, no. you... well, I was just gonna say she gets raped and then goes catatonic, and then that was mm-hmm. it. Uh, That's rough. It is yeah, rough. It is rough. And they had like that budding uh, uh, rivalry that him and her. Yeah. So they, they didn't like. Then they fell in love, and then he lost it. Yeah. Well, he has his rival Griffin. Griffin. Who, it, you know, that kind of keeps suspense because mm-hmm. he can get, kick anybody else's butt, but he has one guy he can't get. Yeah. Who turned into a demon? Yep. What's also fun about Berserk is the symbolism. Yeah. It was a big influence for, like, series like Dark Souls and stuff like that. Um, like, the symbolism of the avertness of... Conce- the avertness of... What is the word I'm looking for here? Like, we're supposed to take comfort in uh, Gut's darkness. Mm. But then at the same time, the light is what we're supposed to fear in the Berserk franchise. If that makes sense. Like, there's an avertness of that. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, it's, because it's, in, the, uh, it's inverted... In the sense that light is always the good thing, darkness is the bad. But in this case, it is inverted that your the light would be. Um, uh, why, why did I just forget his name? We just said it. 
Oh. Griffin, yeah, Griffin. he has those long flowing blonde lock or uh, white locks mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah, that is kind of a subversion of the stereotype: good guys were white, bad guys were black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the other aspect I did want I'll bring up is um, what is it? A natural gain of power, or what always seems to happen where they beat the bad guy and then another bad guy steps into place uh, who is shot up as being stronger than the last guy by doing some kind of single action but then you never see do anything else ever again Um, and I guess the idea sometimes it comes across well sometimes it doesn't that uh, you are you the main protagonist is growing in strength doing all these things and then when they beat a bad guy another eviler stronger bad guy steps in his place and then it's another stepping stone to get up to and maybe it has to do with uh you don't see this the the growth of how strong they're getting uh sometimes it's good because it's like they learn various talents and they start using those talents more often and then that then you see the progression of them getting stronger versus the bad guy. Other times it's like, uh, um, what is it? Uh, uh, Shonen kind of do this a lot where the main protagonist is just using determination to get stronger. Um, and it's like mm. the strength of my friends or they have like some, like, I guess, uh, uh, ah, here's what, uh, Dragon Ball Z does this really a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, where they have they made it quantifiable with the power level and their power level just kept going up and then they'd hit the top strength and they'd have a new bad guy and all of a sudden they have to go past that top strength so then they kept on making this top level and it's like this is the strongest you'll ever be and then they go okay but we're still making a show here's another new bad guy who is stronger than that who has never been around before but he is now around and you have to now go to the next level beyond that and that is how they went from uh super saiyan to super saiyan 2 super saiyan 3 uh super saiyan god and they just kept on going uh super saiyan yeah. super saiyan super saiyan god uh and then they've got uh, uh super size super saiyan with fries and a coke uh, extra large <laughs> uh, ultra instinct is where they went now and mm. i think I might have missed some in between Super Saiyan 4. Did I put that in there? Super Saiyan 4 is weird. That's like a tangent. That's like if you've went down your Super Saiyan tree, Super Saiyan 4 is like a branch. Uh, You might do it, you might not. Um, Sure. But that is the aspect of like how sometimes you weirdly cap yourself and then you want to go further past that. So maybe, maybe Dragon Ball Z actually handled it I want to say poorly in that sense because it is... I don't think they anticipated it going on as long as it did. No, I don't think they did. Because if you have a plan, like, uh, I think... What is it? I love this show. Darling and the Franks had a plan. Mm -hmm. You... They they knew they were going to go as big as they could, and that would be fucking space. Like, they knew they were going to go there, so that's why the, the slope... Was because they knew they weren't going to make any more Dragon Ball Z. They're like, oh, I guess we'll make some more. <laughs> like, and, like, and there always has to be a more formidable foe because if there isn't, like, what's Goku going to do? Is he just going to like retire? <laughs> retire. Golf. Uh, maybe maybe take up uh, woodworking as a hobby. I, you know, like like there has to be there has to be drama. So there is. that's kind of unavoidable. And uh, when people have a whole plan for their series it's great but it means there'll be an end mm-hmm. and the audience expects an end and yeah it's hard because you make more money when the end is further and further away well that is the trade-off that is why you have those you have your season uh mm-hmm. and so it keeps going until there's your season or you have the uh shonen jump uh just constantly pumping out an episode an episode weekly uh, like One Piece or Dragon Ball Z. Or, uh, I'm not even saying Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball, because it was Dragon Ball, then it was Z, then it was Super. Chi's in there. That's a branch. Don't worry about them. Um, 
So you do have those ones, those shonens. Also, Bleach was like that 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 shonen episodes where they don't have an end; they just keep pumping them out as long as the mangas are pumping out because that is the block it is in, and it, it will always have that uh, males in their teens demographic so it is always fighting it always like some kind of aspect of power uh nakama my friends uh giving me power behind it naruto is like that uh and then they're just constantly getting some kind of power and then they hit the top and then they're like oh i can get power more powerful than that uh so that is the that is that is what you watch shonen though you're you're there for the fan service and the uh action action yeah so can't get no satisfaction if there ain't no action you know what i'm saying but you can when there are scantily clad women um you amy and i are currently maybe she's she's getting bigger for her britches she's watching anime with me so now she's taking over <laughs> a2 amy a2 um <laughs> we are currently watching gurren logan and we're filling all the gaps in my anime knowledge it's nice yes um that one has a lot of progression in it uh we talk mm-hmm. about this now when we go watch more of that you'll see uh what it does with the growth of power well it's interesting because thus far i haven't finished it yet mm-hmm. they set up this ragtag crew and they're really even so far i'm, I'm a little however halfway done showing the growth of this character simone and because they start Simon. him, Simon? Simon. He says Simone. It's he says just Simone. It's Japanese. It's Simon. <laughs> you know how you know how it is it. when they say an English name and they have it with their Japanese accent. We've been watching it in English. I've been watching it Japanese. Say, Whoa! So we've been watching it on Netflix. You can turn oh! that on to some. Uh, I was. I thought it was so weird that you were choosing to put it on in English. No, I was like, we're, okay, we're, I guess it's a really good. We watched Netflix Party, and it's an application. We talked about it in our streaming thing. It's an application that you are on your own Netflix account, and you just sync up the timing. It just syncs it up and starts it for you, and has a chat. So, um, which is great because I watch just about everything with subtitles, even even like regular. I just watch everything with subtitles because my computer has a crappy speaker, and I don't find them distracting, and I miss dialogue if it's not. So I didn't realize that it would it would sh- just go to whatever my language preferences were because Netflix just defaults to English mm-hmm. and we usually don't use Netflix Party for anime. We'll watch it on Crunchyroll on Cast. But um, that has that's funny. Yeah, I didn't they say Simone were... in the English uh, dub. Yeah. So I've been watching it dubbed because I thought you put it on and dubbed. No. Like, so okay. we started because that's a, that's good. That's that is weird. So uh, anime story then here. Uh, we started that on as she said, Crunchyroll using Cast, but sometimes that is a little bit more of a setup. And when I get home, uh, and we just want to watch anime, it is much quicker for us to just go onto Netflix Party because it is also uh, it's streaming off of your own Netflix. So what Cast will do is I'm streaming, it'll go through Cast, stream to her thing, so if there is any lag or anything like that, it'll become apparent. But if, The image quality is worse, yeah, yeah. But in this case, it just syncs up our two Netflix to each other. So we have to make sure we're on the same, in the same country using a VPN because some are on hers, some are on mine. And if uh, it basically goes to your Netflix, syncs up the two videos together, so you're actually only streaming off of your own Netflix, uh, and it will add that to all your history of what you have watched in Netflix. Uh, but then you basically watch the two shows at the same time simultaneously. That's what I just said. Oh, I'm sorry. You just worded it differently. Uh, worded it differently. <laughs> uh, what was I getting to? Anyways, what I was saying, uh, that explains it too. So with Crunchyroll, we watched, I guess, the first like five episodes subbed. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, let's, we're set up for a Netflix party. Let's just watch it on Netflix. It's on there too. Uh, and I immediately turned mine to sub, and I didn't realize that you didn't also just do that, so... No, yeah, I just didn't notice the difference, because, yeah. um, like, we were gonna watch it, and my eyes were kind of tired, and I was like, 
I don't know if I really want to watch read subs right now. I had a long day, and, and then it was dubbed. I was like, oh, I, I guess we were watching this dubbed. I forgot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but we weren't. But we weren't. We weren't. Oh, my God. Anyway, I don't feel super strongly about subs versus dubs. I mean, it just depends. Sometimes I don't have the energy to read subs, and which is funny because I have the subtitles on. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I've said that. I don't know why we were bringing this up. Oh. Uh, Simon. Yes. Simon, Simone, <laughs> is how they say it in the official English tone. Oh, man, they've been saying it like Simon. They've been saying it more Simon. They've been saying it more English-like in the Japanese than they have in the English. That's weird. Oh, my gosh. This is terrible. This is why I can never remember character names, guys. Like, I just Simon. don't even attempt to pronounce Simon. them. Okay. The protagonist starts out so weak and puny and totally dwarfed in the shadow of... Kamina, who is this badass character, who's pretty arrogant, but uh, he's hilarious. (laughs) He is great. Um, I want Tyler to cosplay Kamina, and I want to cosplay Yoko, but he says no! Um, Because Hmm. there's a better OTP out there. Nina and Simon. Spoilers. Except not. Except maybe. Depends on where you are, individual listener. Um, Except not. Like, from the first second they meet, you're like, oh. It's going down. Um, But yeah, it's cool to see him grow in confidence even as they become more evenly matched with the opponents. The real growth is not in the strength of his login, but in the strength of his character and his confidence. Aw, what a beautiful arc. Mm -hmm. They handle it well because no matter how strong of a pilot he becomes, and they actually integrate it really well into into his power as, as a... I don't think they call it pilot, a gunman pilot, yeah, um, because his gunman appears to run on spirit or vigor, uh, so because when he is more determined, it it's not just anime bullshit, uh, I'm not very strong, but I'm gonna fight for my friends, and then they win in, a, in an unpaired oh, fight, it, he, <laughs> he is literally stronger when he is invigorated by, by defending his friends. Who the hell do you think I am? Yeah, who the hell do you think I am? Great <laughs> choice, teeth. My drill yeah. shall pierce the heavens. My drill shall pierce the heavens. There we go, everyone knows it. But anyway, please email us and tell Tyler he should cosplay Kamina with me. Thank you. And then and then in that email, say how that Nia and Simon are the uh, Spoilers. You know, you know it. Oh, you know it. it's not like I can talk like her or anything like that. She's so soft. Oh, Simon. Cookie some food. Oh gosh, that, <laughs> that was the best episode. <laughs> oh yeah, where she cooks all the food and only Simon can eat it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, so progression, progression of characters. I mean, Trigger just does that well. Trigger mm-hmm. makes these outlandish situations, but the characters are human to a fault, and I love that. And have very spiky teeth. And have spiky teeth, to a fault. Because that's not going to be good for your biting. Not all your teeth can be incisors. You have to have some molars for grinding up your food. Who had spiky teeth? Uh, viral? Yeah, viral. Oh, yeah. yes, he's got spiky teeth. Well, he's Or like is it smart. viral in the. No, it's still viral. Yeah, it's still correct. Okay. I love his mech. Now we're just talking about Gurren Logan. Everyone just go watch Gurren Logan. It's a solid, solid anime you should all see. Can you believe they made Gurren Logan, but they also made Evangelion? And they also made Darling in the Franks. And they also made Panty and Stalking. All those, just together. Get they that. also made Needless. Yeah, I'm a Trigger fan. I love it. Uh, they were, they're, well, technically they were Gynex then, but yeah. Um, oh my gosh. That's the story. That's a story for another time. Um, do we have... Is that our protagonist that we know that have gotten strong? I want to talk about how it was handled poorly. Poorly. Let's talk about Kirito. Okay. Uh, okay. So yes. Yes. So we opened on Sword Art Online, and I know I've talked about this at length, but I hope I don't repeat myself, but honestly, I don't remember should I say, so here we go. Uh, we open, and it seems like it's going to be this beautiful anime where these two guys are trying to survive in this video game world that they have been plunged into. Wow, isekai. And 
it seems like they're... And then they're never comrades again. They just run into each other randomly. Clyde, Clive, Claude, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and him. And then you're like, okay, this is just going to follow Kirito and, and see him leveling up. He randomly skips 50 levels here and there until he's this powerful dude, the only dual wielder. Like... I am not invested in his growth because you did not show it to me. You told me he's level 50 now. And now I'm in, I'm in the loop, but I don't care. Like, ridiculous. You you I didn't ridiculous. like that. I really like that because I did like the time skip. This time sk- I like time skips because it is also a way to progress characters and then they come back looking different, maybe with some scars. And then it is it is a treat. It is a treat in an episode for them to show off their new power that they have, uh, that they've been hiding secret. Because those are the episodes that you wait for that like, oh, they've, they've learned a bunch of new things. Oh, they got stuff. So when they show up and they're like, it's okay, guys. I got a thing just for this situation that I trained for. And they're, you're like, what? What, are we, what has he got now? He's got a thing? What's it? He's pulling. Yeah. Oh, it's, oh my God! He's so strong. They're 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 all attacking him, but none of his health is going down because they're not strong enough to 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 even get past his shields. Oh, he's so bad. Also, uh, <laughs> they I don't know if they've talked about it. They've alluded it to it in some of the OVAs and the movie. Uh, no, that was after that fifty level skip. Never mind. The whole laughing coffin slot. Okay. I'm but then they ran out of foes for him, so his only foe was how not to fuck his cousin. So Oh that. yeah. Well that whole arc's bad. Uh that's not a was that his cousin or is that his It was his sister. Okay, actually at Anime Expo I'm there with my cousin and I'm shitting on Sword Art Online and I'm like, Yeah, then he has to dis- he's flirting with his sister and then I'm out and he's like, Oh, it's actually not that bad because it's his cousin oh, yeah um that show yeah the books have a lot more about the ptsd part of it and they don't bring it up a whole lot in it and everyone hates the second arc uh i really i don't know why i amy i have to disagree i really liked the first arc of sword art online i think most people do because it it shows a sign it's not about him leveling up and getting strong it's him dealing with the isolation because uh, he at the very beginning he treats himself as like a um what did he call himself uh I, beta tester he made well not the beta tester thing he beta tested and then when he got in there he like got some, the kill uh but people were like some people died and they were like all pissed off and like why did he get to that and so he had to like make himself the bad guy to make them not feel as bad so we basically martyred himself a little bit and so it's like 50 levels it's a time skip but it's supposed to be a time skip of him soloing by himself uh while everyone around him is dealing with depression ptsd losing friends uh the one time he reaches out that he's like maybe I can play with people. He goes into a dungeon, and because he's such a high level, he gets them all killed, and he feels remorse for that. So it is, there's a whole lot more psychological going on there that Mm -hmm. uh, it's him. uh, That's like the same thing where he runs into Klein at like a Christmas event, and he's like, I hear there's a device there that can uh, bring people back from the dead. And then he goes there and like, 1v1's this boss to get the device and Clyde is like oh my god you beat it it was like a super hard boss and I was like yeah I got the thing it's only effective like three seconds after they die use it next time someone dies in front of you and then just walks off all badass and mopey and he's an edgy boy then he's got two of them two swords <laughs> double edge that's why you like him because he's an edgy boy well, I did not mind that part uh, I checked out when Asuna had to be she was brought on strong and they brought her down to change, to put the dynamic in, with Kirito and, and her how they wanted it. So when she said, if you died, I'd kill myself. I'm like, okay, it's, I'm out. It's because, like, it's because love brought them back together. They're dealing with all this depression. And she was as a righteous If you person. died, I'd get a cat. Okay. That's 
<laughs> just kidding. Second, the second arc is just bad because, like, I also <laughs> hated that. In uh, she's she was she was a fucking general at the front line of the war. They were fighting monsters. They were having people die around them. They were being warriors. Uh, so they saw some shit. Uh, and then the second arc again, it sucks because all of a sudden she comes back into the world and you're like, it's Asuna. She's she's like a general she's seen shit and then her mom's like like you are not old enough you don't understand anything it's like no she fought in wars she's seen people die around her she's got more age than you do right now she's seen some shit i don't know there's some things that i there's there's it's it's sort of there are some things that are around that are good and some bads uh they can handle some things they handled some things badly they had some things out of that, but they didn't make us. Uh, they didn't make Kirito like super, super powerful. And I understand what you mean, where it is not handled the best sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, it just depends too if you view it like that cool explosion moment where he's walking away, or if you view it as like this fucking edge lord thinks he's so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whether they have convinced you to take it seriously that he's a badass and not like take it, ugh, you know. Well, and to me, it didn't sell it, but it obviously worked for you. Did John? What do you have to say here? Well, it's like I don't know because he's overpowered, mm-hmm. but he's also a very hard character to like in certain aspects. Okay, for me, for me at least, and. Going back to Fist of North Star, you like Kenshiro because he's a generally a good he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's not the embracing kind of guy, but he's a good person. Kenshiro is a good person, but it's like Kaito. I didn't like him since day. I didn't like him in the first episode. I thought he was that he was that guy in World of Warcraft that's in the corner of the like auction hall trying to buy off the best stuff. In my personal opinion hmm. but also with Amy's thing with the time skip thing I it worked for me but I think um, I would have liked to seen some of the struggle he went through to get to that point okay. to like justify his yeah. power like I would have liked to seen that one moment throw him up in the last it doesn't even need to be a big thing just like a basic flashback to some like a very big like a very big boss, something, something <laughs> that he was going to die for, but the last minute beat, and that's how he got his last twenty levels. That would have been justifiable, I think. Yeah. If you know, like. Yeah. Another. Maybe they were trying to make a point, like you can level up in any video game if you just grind. True. <laughs> did, yeah. um, but One Piece, I think, handled the time skip fame the best, in my personal opinion. They did. They really did. Uh, that was one I wanted to think about is that is another time skip where they just went and trained and they leveled up uh, again a one piece I don't know that is that just ongoing anime that's constantly going uh, but hasn't I still don't feel like like I'm up to date with it and I still don't feel like they've peaked at any points they've gotten stronger mm-hmm. But there's constantly been showing characters that are way stronger than they are. Uh, so it's not like there's a new mo- new bad guy that steps in the place. They're like, no, there's there's some really strong people in this world that they have shown. Uh, just like uh, the admirals, like uh, how mm-hmm. that one admiral like just one hit killed uh, his brother. And it's just like, there's just really strong people in this world that are running it. Um and that you don't even know about. Yeah, and there's no way around it. So being the strongest person in the world is not uh yeah, is not like a, uh the possible. I guess cuz like Seahawk is um Seahawk Mihawk. Uh the best sword. Yeah, he's the best swordsman in the world and he's actually established as that uh which is he just kind of boats around and does what he does and then there's like the uh warlord the pirate warlords they're the Mm -hmm. strongest ones in the air that have their territory so yeah it it like establishes super strong characters that you just know are far beyond and maybe one they will get up to that strength so 
I'd say they handle it very well to have strong characters. They just have these characters that you don't fight. They just have renown. Uh, like uh, Shank Shanks, mm-hmm. red-haired Shanks. Uh, you've never really seen him fight or anything. He just has, he's well-known. He has renown uh, so that you know he's an important person. And then he's got like, again a rank of uh a warlord a pirate lord uh yeah. which is established as like the strongest uh the strongest pirates in there and they have their territory so you know he's strong but you've never actually seen him fight so a good way for them to do it is yeah they basically made uh characters that are so strong that you've never actually seen them show their strength so you just have to kind of leave it to your imagination how strong they really are and so that is always going to be i guess that's the best way of doing it is you have characters that are so strong but it's completely on the audience's interpretation of how strong they are they just have ranks and renown and thus establishing them strong and it's up to the audience to infer that strength which is leaving leaving imagination up to your audience is always the best thing because they're going to imagine the one most thing personal to them that is going to be uh, a level that they can quantify in their heads uh and you can never do that if you put a picture out there that has to work for everyone where if you just say oh it's this imagine it yourself everyone will imagine the perfect image for themselves already and you don't have to do the work just like reading just like reading just like mm-hmm. hp lovecraft describing things saying they're too horrible to describe because they'll make you go mad oh okay <laughs> when we watched we watched a color movie and it was like what color is it? It's a color I've never seen before, but it's a movie, so you have to show a color. So they're like, ah, fucking purple. It was like a, it was like pink. No, Yusha. it wasn't pink. It's color I've never seen. Yusha. That's not an anime, Amy. Uh, Nicolas Cage is my waifu. Oh, goodness. Oh, he, mm-hmm. oh, he is. He is in Nicolas Cage. Um, Nicolas Cage-chan. <laughs> Has Nicolas Cage ever voiced anyone in an anime? God, I I'm hope on not. it. Samuel L. Jackson has. Yeah, Afro Samurai. But he likes anime, so I think that's that's how that is. Well, that's Afro Samurai is a series where you can say Afro is the real bad guy. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's a good question one. Actually, Afro Samurai, uh, they have this... They have this cool... It's the whole plot of the show and the movie is uh, the strongest person... Uh, Amy, you've never seen Afro Samurai. Uh, I'm just going to <laughs> assume not. that. You may have. Have you? I haven't. Okay. Uh, watch it. They have these headbands that have uh, numbers on them. Yep. Um, and the way you get a number, uh, basically number one's the best, lower down's the worst. The way you get a number is by killing a person and getting their their headband. Their headband. So it is all a bunch of samurais, not even sam- just warriors. So some people use guns, goddammit. Um, I think you got a cowboy in feudal Japan. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that is the epitome of like how to be the strongest person. There's always someone stronger because they've got a n- number band ahead of you until you hit number one. And then once you've hit number one, you just have the target on your head, which is the whole premise of the movie. Um, hmm. But you can't challenge the number one unless you have the number two. I think that's the thing for the top. Was that the thing for the top five spots? Because um, there was a point. Because all the headbands were gathered in one point, one mm-hmm. spot, all twenty-five of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can may I interject and say that Nicolas Cage was kind of in an anime? All right. Yes. Please. He he was. Dr. Tenma in the Astro Boy movie, which was digitally oh. animated, but based on arguably the first anime. And he was Superman in Teen Titans Go to the Movies, which is kind of an anime. It's been more Americanized, but it's based on anime. Teen Titans? S- Teen Titans was an anime. No, she's talking about Teen, Teen Titans. Titans Go is not an anime. Not really. <laughs> they have anime style eyes, but it's very Americanized because it looks ugly. That's how you know it's American. Teen animation. Titans wasn't like a Japanese anime. Well, then we get into is Avatar an anime and all that, and I'm not really prepared for that right now. But 
Nicolas Cage not, is almost in an anime. Um, he was also so he did it, but he did actually get to be Superman then. Yes, and Teen Titans go to the movie. I think awesome. he was supposed to be the original Superman, wasn't he? Uh, mm-hmm. There are st- that would be so. There stupid. are stills. There are stills. I, if I'm remembering correctly, there are stills of him in a Superman suit because of the first Superman movies. Uh, I think he was supposed to play. Maybe I'm. Maybe I remember this wrong. Uh, this is. This is not no, anime. This is not anime. But it's a natural progression that Superman is the most boring hero because he has no weaknesses except kryptonite. And Lois Lane. Oh, boom, there And the pussy! Uh, oh. oh my god, there's a whole documentary. <laughs> my weaknesses are kryptonite and pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. John's like, I don't want to be associated with this podcast um, anymore. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, Amy. I'd say that's more Batman. Hi. Batman's weak to the pussy. Yeah, because he's always for the ladies. Pussy cat, Catwoman, Tyler. Meow. Well, you said my name, and I w- I interrupted oh. the discussion, and, and and then I went back to you, and then you meowed. Yes, that is what <laughs> happened. Thank you. <laughs> so Afro Samurai. Um, I believe we've said what we said. It has its level okay. of progression is. Uh, it has a very clear stepping stone of being the best, um, and even that one, being the strongest, only puts a bullet uh, bullseye in your back to then not be the strongest at some point. So that one doesn't really count. Dragon, Dragon Ball Z, and them they have a quantitative system for power levels as opposed to a qualitative one where they just seem strong. Um, they did, but then they got rid of power levels because there was like always breaking scouters and then they could no longer track uh, it and then it became into it was the... over 9,000. Yeah, so can the scouter only go to 9,000? No, it went past 9,000 9, and then it started exploding because they had like a... Oh. And then they went back went to like 9, sensing. 000. Like, I can sense a power level. He's way stronger than you. If I... So that mm. was... So they did at one point have numbers and that was the whole Frieza arc. Uh, so it, it has... It changed a lot, Dragon Ball, because the original Dragon Ball is based off of Son Goku, uh, journey, uh, journey to the West, um, which is a uh, a Chinese fable, mm-hmm. um, episodic fable. There's mm. a bunch of them, uh, and they're mm-hmm. like all episodic stories, uh, super old. Uh, everyone, know, everyone, I feel like should know Journey to the West, Journey, That's the Journey West, the Journey to the West, Journey, journey to the West. Yeah. Um, so it, that was like an iteration of Son Goku, hence him having a tail, him having the staff, him having all that stuff. And then it sort of morphed over time with Dragon Ball Z. He became an adult, uh, got rid of his tail, uh, and then he turned into an alien. And then they had the scouters, and then they have Super Saiyan, and then they have no longer power levels. They can just sense power levels uh, because that's what they needed was the scouters to tell that people power levels, but then they just learned how to do it. So it had a lot of that where it's like, uh, they just kept having these convenient solutions to problems uh, because right. it was fun for a little bit. That happens in D&D and Pathfinder and all that tabletop where something is an issue and you do it all the time and then it sort of becomes tedious and so you then just figure out this simple solution that, that you never have to worry about it again. Uh, you just can get onto the bigger picture of things, onto the next thing. Because like, sure, yeah, I can count my money every day. I can slide a hand in my stuff and hide it all the time or i can just say i do that every day it is part of my daily routine so i will not forget <laughs> to do that uh, pathfinder is not an anime tyler it is not an anime this isn't tyler's pathfinder corner D did have a cartoon so maybe we can play that cartoon is hilarious <laughs> that cartoon is great are you kidding me it's so good it's so 80s yeah. it's so ah. fun Yep. Uh, no, there was a Gundam series called Mobile Fighter G Gundam that came out a, a long time ago. In the way they decided who was the strongest by doing one-on-one bouts. Hmm. And then by the destruction of the other person's head unit, they were disqualified for a tournament and you won that battle. And that just kept going until only one was left. That sounds expensive. I bet Gundams are real costly. The minis are so expensive. Can you imagine the real thing? I love that series because the main character pilot is Domon Kashu and it's just a bunch of yelling. Um, did they not <laughs> just build a Gundam? Do we not know the price of them right now? 
There was the one built for the uh, for the Japanese uh, World's Fair a couple of years back. It's not operational though. It's like a it's big a, model. It's a statue you can go inside of. No, I didn't. They just build one that can move. There was that I one robot they made. That one mech suit. Like just <laughs> recently. Mech suits are so Gundam. impractical. I want to talk about the most overpowered character in all of anime. Okay. It would probably have to be Golden Boy. Think about it. He can master anything in a matter of days. Imagine if he applied himself to the art of war. Oh, goodness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Golden Boy? Golden Boy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How did this anime corner become? Oh. <laughs> oh. Tyler, do you want us to stop, stop the torture? It's just you people... How how I'm I feel like I'm cra taking crazy pills here. If no one else has like okay. stopped anything, this corner has gone on too long. We must stop it. It must be stopped. Next time on Amy's Anime Corner, we're going to talk about Avatar the Last Airbender, the most traditional anime of them all and the highly successful movie adaptation. Let's not forget if Ruby too. <laughs> ah yes, Ruby. <laughs> We will talk about talk we'll about talk about that. that. We'll talk about Ruby. We'll talk about uh, Avatar. All Excuse the... me, Tyler. Oh I'm not in charge. It's anymore. my corner. I'm not in charge anymore. Oh my god! What is this? If, Tyler, go to your anime you... corner. I gotta go to my anime corner. We'll we'll have a silver anime, a civil war of anime corners. I will get my rights back. I'm getting my lawyer. I froze. Tyler, go to your Pathfinder corner. Okay, if you would like to uh, follow us, we have a Facebook, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter. You know what? We don't post very much, but if that number gets really high, it makes us smile. So if you follow us, maybe then we'll post sometimes. Uh, it's, it's hard because we're an auditory medium and, you know, yeah. See, I don't know uh, we have an email. I do my anime corner. I just go right out. Oh my gosh. Okay, email us, text us. Carry your pigeon ass. Have a good night. <laughs> night. Oh my god, what is this madness? <sighs>